Hallelujah tonight, praise the Lord. I want to welcome everyone this evening to another time with the Lord in the study of the Word. I want to um, welcome you all and um, thank God for a great time we've had today. This evening we're going to be going into the Word of God and study and, and see the mind of God for us, His children. How does He want us to relate to things and to ourselves? And we've been coming um, along these lines for some time now. I'm going to continue today. Um, from where we stopped in the last class. Um, but before I go on this evening, I want to first and foremost um, um, salute our brethren who had their birthdays during the week. Um, uh, Brother Jay and um, Brother Chooks, the Lord bless you one more time. We appreciate you. We thank God for your lives. Your um, life will will shine in the knowledge and the grace of God. Um, I want to thank God for, for you both. I pray that your coast shall be enlarged and expanded in Jesus' name. We salute Brother Jay and um, Brother Chooks. And then also tonight, we also want to celebrate our pastor and his wife, Pastor Richard, um, on their wedding anniversary. Today is your wedding anniversary, like someone said. And I want to say to you, sir and ma, it shall be a great year. We, on behalf of myself and my family and the church, will rejoice with you both today. And we thank God for your lives and appreciate God for, for making you part of this family and making you part of our family, making you part of the family of God. We are grateful for your life. Um, happy wedding anniversary. Um, it will always it will keep getting better and better. Like the words I have spoken to you today, it shall be so. It shall be so. He that has begun this good work in you is also able to complete it. And it shall be completed with a shout of grace. Grace. By grace the capstone will come on. In the name of Jesus Christ. I rejoicing in your family. Your children shall be strong around your table. Your family shall be blessed. The world shall call you blessed and rejoice with you. Um, we thank God for a great day. Many more of this shall come. As your days are, so shall your strength be. The older you become, or the older you both get, the stronger you become for the Lord. Your passion for God shall increase with your age. 
For some people, it diminishes, but for you, it shall increase. When men are seen, they say, casting down for you, they'll be lifting. I declare lifting for both of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. We celebrate you both. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, also tonight, we want to appreciate our brother, Brother Emmanuel. Thank you for your transcriptions. The Lord bless you. And um, your journey is safe, is secure in God. Um, Pastor Yinka and your wife, thank you for always reminding us and those in the media team. We bless God for your lives. You've been wonderful in this ministry. I also want to thank uh, Brother Rotimi. And um, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want to thank Brother Timmy. God bless you. Bless you for Sunday. And all the leadership of the church. And I also want to thank my wife also. God bless you. Thank you for, for the support. Thank you for your prayers. Your encouragement. Your support. I want to thank you also all members of the church for your prayers and your support. God bless you all. In Jesus name. Amen. Um, tonight, I want us to continue in the thought where we left off the last time. Before we go on, let us pray. Father, I thank you tonight. I give you praise and glory. We approach your word reverently tonight. I thank you, O oh God, because your life shall be given unto us. And we shall learn at your feet. In Jesus' name, Amen. Uh, before I start this evening, I want to just say to you, um, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make a request known to God, and the peace of God. You see, when you pray, what God gives you is peace. Peace. And the peace of God is the, is a sign of victory. The peace of God is a sign of victory. And um, you see, in this world, it says we have trials and tribulations. We have challenges. We have encounters. But be of good cheer. So let nothing steal your joy, steal your peace. Um, Nothing can happen to you without God. And underneath God's hands are everlasting arms. I want to say to you tonight, child of God, be rest assured that the blood of Jesus has fully paid. The price on our head is fully paid for. As you fly in the air, the price has been paid. As you travel on the land, the price has been paid. As you, as you encounter things around you, the price has been paid. And I want you to know that the price paid on you is full, is sufficient. You owe the devil nothing. I owe him nothing. We owe him nothing. There's nothing he's looking for in our boat. 
Therefore, we live in peace with ourselves. Cast not away your confidence, for it has a great recompense of reward. You have the confidence in Christ, so don't cast it away. There are many reports flowing out there in the world, but you have to choose which of the reports you believe. I don't care what is happening around you, but I know there's one report. It's peace. It says, Peace I live with you. My peace give I unto you. Not like the world giveth, give I you. Wow, praise God. We are guaranteed of the peace of God. So tonight, in that situation, let the peace of God reign in your heart. You notice in Mark 5, he says, Let us cross over to the other side and went to sleep. For there came storms. You see that when Christ doesn't mean we will not encounter storms and challenges. But because He is in us, we go through the storm. No wonder He says, By my God, I will leap over this world. By my God, I will run. See, tonight I see somebody, By God, you will run through this troop. By God, you will leap over this world. You know, the Lord was talking to Joshua when Moses died. He said, Joshua 1 verse 5. He said, Joshua, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Now, the man there uh, signifies obstacles, challenges, troubles. You see, that we're born again doesn't mean we won't go through troubles and storms. No, Jesus didn't say that we won't go through. No, he said we are in this world. He said, when you go through the fire, he didn't say if. You know, Jesus was saying that when you pray, if you, uh, he didn't say if you pray, when? He said, when you fast, he didn't say if you fast. You fast, you pray, you will. He said, when you go through it, that means it, it, it will come. It's compulsory. He said, but when you go through it, say, I will be with you. That's why those three people will go through it. Tonight, I can declare to you, child of God, you will go through this and come out unscathed. On bond, on hot, in Jesus' name. When they entered the fire, nobody saw with them. But but they said, We see a fourth man. You see, there's a fourth man in your spirit. Oh, it's called the Holy Spirit. Romans 11 says, If the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, that same self spirit shall also quicken and revitalize your mortal bodies. I declare a revitalization tonight. In Jesus' name. So rest your heart, child of God. Go through it with strong. You will come out. You are hedged in God. Shielded in God. In Jesus' name. The victory is yours. Bring me the victory is yours. For whosoever is born of God. 1 John 5, 4, 5. Overcome the world. What is the world? The world, everything in the world and the world system. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? He that believeth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and come in the flesh. You overcome because you believe. Hallelujah tonight. Praise God. Amen.
Um, let's go to the word of God this evening as we start. Um, tonight, I want to take a little time to continue on our thought, but tonight I want to narrow down on the, on the, on, on the husband. We've taken time to talk about the wife, but we're talking about the husband tonight, by the grace of God. Um, you know, because of the system of the world, uh, many of us have grown up to learn things about family outside the world. And it's so, it's so amazing how we've been formed. You know, they say that uh, once the fish is, 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 is folded, you can't steal the fish anymore, you break. We've been so formed by the precepts of the world. We have, we have, we have imbibed our, our, our perception and our beliefs from our society and our environment. And we've taken our moral compass, our virtues, from those we have, we've seen ahead of us. And so we've been formed and, and we've become opinionated along the lines of our experiences. I'll explain. We've become opinionated. We've formed our opinions, our modus operandi, our frame of reference by the things, by, by our, our, our earthly experiences, by those we've experienced, by those we've seen, by those what things we've heard. You know, God is a God of the family. Now, I'm coming there. And I'm talking tonight specifically about the Father. You know, sometimes we think that fatherhood is about bearing children. No. Fatherhood is about laying an example. Anybody can give birth to children. A, a, a boy of 18 can impregnate a woman. It doesn't make him a father or a man. There are certain things that God expects of... Now, I'm talking tonight of the believer in the church. You see, I'm speaking in the context of the church. Do you know that someone grew up... People, some people grow up to, to, to meet abusive parents or abusive fathers and they feel that that's how, what, what it means to become a father because that, that's what they grew up to meet. Some fathers don't stay at home. So the child grows up to see a father who is, who is an absentee father and they feel that that's the best way to be father because that's what they grew up to meet. Some fathers are giving so much to their hobbies, sometimes at a detriment of their homes. Now, do you notice that some parents know so much about sports that their children pull out of them? 
So when it's time for born, they are all sitting down. So the, the child grows up to feel that fathers watch born. So it's, 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 it's a thing that you, 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 you just pick it up. You know, sometimes you, you and, and really it's happening. So, so, so actually, we, 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 have, we, have, we have been mirroring our parents. Sometimes you feel that you go to see your father, or you use the environment, you, 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 you see your father having several wives, and just, you know, a reckless father, just marrying everything. And you feel that. To be a father, you can you can just you can just do anything, have have men, women, and and it's of no consequence. So you also grow up with that notion. And even though right now you are born again, you are struggling with that notion you grew up with as a father or as a young man. Someone said, some, some parents, really it's true, some, some of our parents, we grew up, we have never seen them speak and getting words to our, to our mothers before. We've not seen them kiss our mother before. It's not something we are used to. They don't hug. It's Yabola, Babapola, Susibe, Didi. If you get what I mean. So, like, it's a command. Once the man comes home, he needs this thing. It's a commandment. Yabola, Mufe, Ofe, Kimi. And so you two wake up and call your wife. Hello, he's doing me. What's doing you? Let him go and sleep. And it's a command. And you don't come on time. You start what? He start beating her up because she's not responding on time. If you beat her, it don't work. But that's how we've grown up to see. And so we think that that's what it means to be a man. That is masculinity. Some people grow up and see their parents give their, 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 their mothers blue and black. They ask to be swollen. Uh, but on rare occasions, sometimes the woman also use, use, use iron to break his head. Or use, or use a morocco. To break his hand. So you will grow up in a combative home. Now these are realities. So you also grow up with that mindset. So you, you are so when you talk with your peers, oh no, you must show women. Women are not don't don't allow them to take you for granted. It's because of how you grow up. And now that you are born again, you are struggling with these things. And it's affecting your life. And affecting how how you fulfill the plan of God for your life. And so today I want to help us by the word of God to see the original plans of God for the believing husband. Please when every man in house, please say what mean believing husband. You see? You know. We have not come to terms with our, our new creation. That we are not supposed to take our values and our ethos from the society.
And if you will know, the society is not being governed by God. It's governed by the devil. Just know that. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 and 4 says, For if our gospel, if this good news, if this, if this message, if, if this principle of, of good life is he, it is he to them that are lost, whom the God of this world. So if this beautiful way of, of becoming a husband or a father is he, is he to them that are lost. That means if they don't see this thing the way you see, it's because they are not saved, because they are lost. And once a man is lost, he's in the dark. No matter how darkness is, it can be beautiful. No man can put drapes and decorate a dark place. No one will see it. So the God of this world ruleth in the children of disobedience. So you cannot have them teach you how to behave and conduct and comport yourself as a father and as a man. Um, but unfortunately, we have, we, have, we have grown up to take things from the world. We have allowed the world to define how we live in the body of Christ. And I want to try tonight to help us by the grace of God to see the mind of God. Now, before I, I, I make progress, I'm speaking to believers who are born again. And I'll be taking my train of thought and reference from the Bible and the mind of God so I can show you what we should be doing now and how we should relate with our families, especially for us with our wives. I've spoken a little about our wives. I will yet talk about them again, but for now I'm going to be emphasizing on the man. You see, God chose Israel as his seed nation through which he will bless the world and give the world his oracle or his code. So God chose Israel as a nation. Um, not because they are anything about that they live amongst nations, but it shows them, you know, God was looking for a way to intervene in the affairs of men. And so he chose Israel. So that through Israel, he might reveal himself to the world. And show us his patterns. That's why the Bible came through them. That's why the word of God came through Israel. They are, they, they are the conduit through which God has revealed himself to man. That's why those that rule the scriptures are all Jews. So it's a privileged everything. It's a privileged nation. That's why it's good to pray for Jerusalem. The Bible says, for they shall prosper that love her. You know, you, you want to love Israel, you love God. 
Now, I want to know, says the mass tonight, as well as the mass, that marriage is, is the idea of God. I'll get there shortly tonight. I won't rush this at all. I'll take it piecemeal. Now, turn with me tonight to Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2. And I'm talking about Israel, you see, because I'm trying to help us link how we got to where we are today. Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2. Deuteronomy is the fifth book of the Pentateuch. The Pentateuch means the first five books of the Bible. That's why it's called Pentateuch. Pent is five. Penta. Pentagon. Pen, Alright, so Pentateuch is the first five books of the Bible. The first one is what? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and um, Deuteronomy. So Deuteronomy is the, is the fifth book of the Pentateuch written and authored by Prophet Moses. And I'm saying that so we can learn. The 14th chapter, the second verse, or verse 1 and 2. Ye are the children of the Lord your God, and ye shall not court yourselves, nor make any boldness between your eyes for the dead. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God, and the Lord hath chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself. Above all other nations that are upon the earth. So God chose Israel. That's why you can't be friend to any country that hates Israel. That's why when President Trump moved the, the capital of, of Jerusalem from Tel Aviv to Israel, it's only two countries in the world. Sorry, from, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. A few places of the world supported it. Nigeria was among those that opposed it. Anyway, who knows our Algero? But, but countries like, 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 like Guatemala, Swadelis, US, Swadelis, God always stays with people that back Israel. So if our nation is not backing Israel, we as the people should do what? Should stand and support Israel. So God says there is small nation. But I've chosen them for my purpose. Now, told me to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis 12. Uh, Genesis 12, verse, verses 1 to 5. You know the story. The Lord called unto Abraham that I will bless you and make a nation out of you. So, from Abraham, God made the nation of, of what? Of Israel. Now, everything about the people of Israel was intended by God for a bigger picture. And so God began to deal with them, relate with them, so as to help us see his patterns. To help us see how, how he... He, he wants man to relate with him. Now I'm saying all this to, to lay the foundation of, 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 the, of, the, of the authenticity of the word as it relates to our relating with our wives. Romans 15, 
I want to read verse 4. Romans 15. I want to read verse 4. I can quote it, but let's turn there, everybody. Romans 15 is Bible study, verse 4. Now, he says, For whatsoever things were written before now, that is everything written in the Old Testament, because this is the Romans, that was Paul writing. And before Paul wrote this, there was nothing written yet. It's in the physical right? But everything written before now were written for our word, for our learning. So the scriptures is written that we may learn. So if anyone wants to learn the mind of God, where does it go to? The scripture. So if any believer wants to learn how God deals with people, where do you get it from? The scripture. If any man, any husband wants to learn how God wants you to live with your wife, where do you find it? The scripture. So right now, you are no more of the world, we are in Christ. So there's an expectation on us. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 3, verse 15 to 17. I love it. Let me read it and quote it. Paul writing to, 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 to the young Timothy. He says, he says, he says, Holy Timothy, he says, he says, from, from, from a child thou hast known the Holy Scripture, which is able to make thee wise. Now, now, men, the only thing that can make you wise is what? The Holy Scripture. And it makes you wise unto salvation. So it saves you from, 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 from trouble of, of, of divorce, from trouble of, of dysfunctioning in homes, from trouble of wife, from, from, from trouble of wayward children. It is the word of God that saves us into that. He says, he says, he says, for it's able to save thee unto salvation. For all scriptures are given by what? The inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. And it's profitable. Hallelujah. The Bible is profitable, praise God. That means, that means, that means, if we need to know how to, to live in our homes, the only way to profit and know how is scripture. Profitable for doctrine, for correction, for rebuke. In righteousness, that the man of God, do you know that every husband is a man of God over his family? I said again, the husband is the priest. Now I'm saying to you tonight, I'm, I'm Viola, I'm, I'm Chooks, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Frank, and, and every man in the house, every man in the house, and every man that's going to be getting married in the house, you must know that you are the priest of God over that home. You are the, you are the man of God over your family. So if God is to question anything in the home, He questions you. That's why in, 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 in the book of, of, of Genesis, chapter number 3, when, when the man fell, do you know that God did not go to the woman and ask, who did he go to? He went to the man and said, and said, Adam, Adam, where are you? But Adam didn't eat the fruit and God knew. But, but, but the responsibility for the home was not on Eve, it was on Adam. So you are the man of God over your home. And the man of God should be thoroughly furnished and prepared for every good work. That means if you are not thoroughly furnished 
with the knowledge of God, you can be prepared for a good work of becoming a husband. I'm using this scripture to just explain this thought. So being a husband, being a father, it is not, it's, not, it's not a thing you pick from the world. No, it's a thing you pick from scripture as long as you are born again. That you have been thoroughly equipped. That means you need the equipping of God to do good works, good things as the man over your home. You see, I want this to start registering in your memory and in your mind. You see, that's why the Bible says in Romans 12, verse 3, it says, uh, verse 3, verse 2, it says, it says, be not conformed. Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world. It means don't take your, 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 your life's principles, your fatherhood principles from the world. In fact, even these days, there are some other principles too that are even good. It's the good ones we don't take, it's the bad ones that we take easily. Do you know in the world, they said, they said, they said, ethics demand that you open the door for your wife when you're driving. True or false? It's world ethics. It's even good. They said, they said, women first. So when you enter, enter the house, open up for, for your wife to enter first. But obviously nowadays, you, you find husband and wife walking in the street. The man is two miles from the woman. And, 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 and falling off, they are wearing and go. And get, 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 get where they went to. Church. But see, I'm saying this tonight to, to change. I, I'm, I'm going somewhere. I'm building up to this thing. He says, be not conformed to this world. So you are not supposed to conform to this world. But be transformed. So those things we have learned, those things we have seen from our parents that are not in line with scriptures, we must begin to unlearn them and begin to put on the new man or the new thought. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, when your mind is renewed, then you'll be able to do what? To prove that what good means, to now understand what is that good and perfect and actual, an acceptable will of God. So there's a good, perfect, Unacceptable. Do you know God doesn't mean words or, or, or play with, with words? No, He means it. So, in dealing with your wife, you must understand that God has what is good, perfect, and acceptable. Now, these three things actually mean the same thing. It means the perfect will of God. So, God has a will, God has, has a blueprint on how we must relate with our wives. You see, tonight, as I'm teaching this, I'm feeling, I'm feeling something towards my wife right now. I'm feeling like, just do something good. That's what faith does. That's what God's word does. So, we must, we must be renewed in our heart. So, there's a new thinking. There's a new way. Not of the world, but of the word. Word, word. 
Hallelujah tonight. You see, every time you look at your wife, look at her with the eyes of God. Look at her with the eyes of a new creation. Look at her like God's representative to take care of her. You know, sometimes we, we seem not to come to terms fully yet with the new nature we have now in Christ. Now I'm saying this just to build up. Because it takes two to tangle. It, it, it takes the woman walking in the will of God and the man also walking in the will of God to achieve a successful marriage in church. You see, as long as the both parties don't play their role, there might still be divorce in church. In fact, if I'm pastors divorcing, it's because someone is not doing something that God has said he or she should do. That's the truth. When you find trouble in the home, someone is not doing something right. So, you, 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 you must realize that something has changed in you. Colossians 1, 12 says, giving thanks to the Father who has made us meet. Now, this is also um, 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 applicable to the woman too. You must know that you are born again. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of life now dwells where? You. You are not your mother. So you don't take, this is, you are not your mother. So you don't take counsel always from her. You take counsel from the world. Some people, the reason there's problem in their homes is because they are taking counsel by our women from their mothers. Now, I'm not against taking from a mother if it's in line with God's word. But you cannot know if it's in line with God's word if you don't know the word of God for yourself. Let me say it again. I'm not, you see, because your mother can never give you what she doesn't have. She will give you out of her experience. And most of her experiences are not worth ability. Even though she wants the best for you, she can't give you outside what she has learned or outside her experience. So the best place to learn as a woman in relating to your husband is the word of God. So if the counsel you are giving is in line with God's word, follow it. But if the counsel negates and opposes the provisions of God for marriage, ignore it. For God did not ordain the home to be a place of disharmony. It's a place of harmony if we follow the precepts 
the ordinance and the principles of God. So he said, being born again. Okay, brother. He said, giving thanks to the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of his inheritance in the saints in life. Who has, who has, who has, who has, who has moved us out of darkness and has, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So right now, we are in the kingdom of God. Now, if you, are, if you are in a kingdom, you abide by the principles of the kingdom. Now, for instance, if you travel to the United Kingdom that have laws, you, you can't say, I'm over. There's no agree there. If you do agree, what will do you? What do you In fact, if you offend three times, what do you do? They deport you straight. True or false? True. The moment you land in the airport, either Detroit or GFK, or Norway, Jan Airport, that your, the, your brain is turned upside down. Two of us. In fact, if you don't correct you, you will, you, you will correct yourself. You fall in line. Nobody said that, but you know, because of that day, you know that. So if this oppressed in the ethnic realm, much more is in the spirit. So if we are now in the kingdom of his dear son, it means we must, we must begin to learn the oracles and the principles. Because in the kingdom, there's a way we talk, there's a way we dress, there's a way we act, there's a way we respond, there's a way we, 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 we approach things in the kingdom of God. In, in whom we have redemption through his Lord. We've been redeemed out of the old way. We've been redeemed out of the thinking of the world. We are no more beer parlor people. We are no more smoking people. We are no more gambling people. We are now in the life of God. Therefore, we have a, 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 a set down rules in the world that we are bad by as husbands. Please follow me tonight. First Peter 2, 9 says, For we are a chosen generation. Wow. We are a royal priesthood. We are a peculiar people. He says, We are once on earth, but now we are a people of God. God is showing us forth. So if the world wants to know how to, to be a good husband, where do they come to? They come to you because you are now in the kingdom. But now, unfortunately, we take the precepts of the world and bring it into the church. Whereas the church ought to lead the light of God and allow men out there to see what God intends originally to be. 2 Corinthians 5 17. I hope tonight that you are with your notes and your pen and you're taking notes from that, take notes from that as a man. And also as a woman. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Hallelujah. Now, this is as, as easy as that, but the more you share the word, it changes you, it washes you, and it repositions you to be able to do God's will. 
If any man be in Christ, both men and people, you are a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So you are a new person with a new identity and a new perspective for life. But what is this new perspective? The word of God. So if you are to enjoy this new life, you must, you must, you must walk in the principle and the ethos of the new life. First Peter 1 and 3, the Bible says, And being born again. Do you know that your, your home, your, 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 your home is a born again home. Your family is a family of Jesus. You are not a family of the world. Therefore, the life and the light of God must be seen. Jesus wants to showcase your family. God wants to showcase your home. As the ideal home he had in mind from the beginning. So how do we know the mind of God from the beginning? We never know what. That's why in Mark 10, from verse 19, I, I, I presume, when, let's call it like Mark 10, Mark 10, let me show you today in Mark 10 tonight, Mark's Gospel, the 10th chapter, Mark 10, hallelujah, Woo! there's harmony, there's love, joy and peace, there's song like that, there's joy and peace, can remember that song? Ah, okay, remember that. but, but there's, there's, there's love, joy and peace, there's songs like that. God wants our home to be full of joy, love and peace. Not, not friction, not, not, yeah, no, no, not, no, not, not, not friction, not, 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 um, 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 um uh, you know, hallelujah. Some women are so difficult. Bible says it's, it's easier, it's, it's, it's a zone in the home with a cantacross and, and an argumentative woman. Is that what I will kill the man? In that part, you know. That means, are women, you are, you are not meant to be argumentative or forceful. You are meant, oh, praise God. Even when things are going away, there's a sober word. Bible says, soft word will, will, will cause a rock to break. Soft, that's why it says, a meek and a quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God a great price. First Peter 5. Hallelujah. God never designed anything with an evil intent. In fact, he said everything that God made was what? Was good. So marriage is supposed to be something good. But today it's, been, it's, it's the opposite. It means, it means the devil has corrupted something. But God is restoring again by the word. So everyone that looks, look at me. I said, Martin, please, I'm going there. If you remember in Numbers, when 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 they sinned against God and the serpents came to bite them, God told Moses, "Moses, make a serpent of bronze 
and hides on a pole. And, and, and it has come to pass that whosoever shall look upon the bronze serpent on, on the pole shall live. Tonight I want to say to you, child of God, God did not create marriage to be dysfunctional. But right now the world has turned away from God. And therefore the devil has come to infiltrate in the homes. But whosoever shall look upon the cross, shall look upon the Son, shall look upon the Lord, he shall live. God wants us to live in our home. He wants our home to be a place of peace. Hallelujah. A home where you long to come back to and know that somebody has your back. Mark's Gospel, the 10th chapter. I said earlier on, let's read from verse from verse uh, thank you Father God. From verse okay, from verse 5. And Jesus answered and said unto them, okay, verse 4. Okay, verse 1. And he rose from thence and cometh into the coast of Judea by the farther side of Jordan. And the people resorted unto him again, and as he was, and he was warned, he taught them again. And the Pharisees came to him and said, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife? Tempting him. And answered and said unto them, Thank God Jesus spoke about marriage. Thank God. Hallelujah. They came tempting him, knowing the law of Moses. But what was his response? He said. And he answered and said to them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses suffered to write a bill of divorcement and put her away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, For the hardness of your heart he wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. That's all. It means God did not approve of what Moses wrote. But you insisted you wanted it. You know, sometimes now, uh, Pastor, I will be doing a life. No, no, no. Don't get to a point where you become so rigid that you will not be malleable to God's word. So tonight, I'm, I'm speaking to your spirit. I'm speaking to your new created spirit to begin to see that it's possible for us to go back to the original intent of God. And then tonight, okay, I'm just starting. I've not taken off, but it's okay. Our time is up. Our walking text, I hope you've been blessed tonight by this. Our walking text for this teaching has been James 2, verses 14 to 26, and James 1, 22 to 25. And in those two scriptures, we read that faith. Without works is dead. That's James 2. So a man that claims to have faith and does not have work is faith empty. So work in this sense uh, relates to your relationship with your wife or your spouse. And notice in James 1, 22, it says... Be not hearers of the word only, but doers of the same. 
For if any of you be the one that hates the word of the Lord and does not do it, I believe in this time that we become doers. This word will change our perspective, our views towards our wives and our spouse. You see, because if you if you don't change your attitude towards your wife, you behave the way you're behaving. Marry two hundred women the same way they report you to me, the way the people watching you. Because sometimes it's not about them, it's about your own renewed mind and own renewed perspective. You know, sometimes it's not so much about the woman, it's so much about your attitude. But I believe in this time you will learn and adjust and fit into the mold of God for a godly man and a godly father. So we see in these two scriptures that is the doer of the word. And I someone said, Pastor, what are you going to say? What should we start doing? Just hold on. Don't rush it. You know, tonight, I will give you this, this piece so you can hold on to it and digest it. So what have I said today? God has an agenda. And that agenda can only be engendered through the family. And so your family is very important in the scheme of things to God. Your relationship with your, with your wife and or your spouse is fundamental. We have grown up with having, 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 having... Uh, Gotten our, our 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 perception from our environment. So now that we're in Christ, we are importing the, the knowledge of the world, and we are trying to 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 put it as though it's what should obtain in the body of Christ. So, of course, our foundation for marriage is what we learn from our parents. And our parents didn't actually live well at all. The examples were not too good. Some of us, our role models, actually have not given us so much good examples. But thanks be to God, there is a better model in the Word of God. We grow up to, 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 to learn that men don't cook. And so we feel that that's how to show masculinity. We don't cook. No. We go to see men watching football and be on a TV set. And so we have built our lives around the pitch. You see, we, we, we grow up to see to, 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 to see men having multiple wives and girlfriends. To the point that in our day, women joke about it, even in salons. That don't trust your husbands. That I want to hear. Oh, Lyoli. It means, I don't know what Lyoli means in, in English. They don't have joy on top of their head. Oh, Lyoli. All kinds of things. And that form your opinion as a man. And therefore, you are dealing with your wife or you are living with your wife with the, with the, with the mentality of the world. God wants that changed. And the way He changes it. Is by the word. He washes 
and cleanse you by the washing of the water by the word. Ephesians 5, 26 And shall cleanse her and sanctify her. Who is the father? You, the body of Christ. You will cleanse those ideas by the word that will teach you going forward. Be not conformed to this world. You know, sometimes some men of God are actually living a worldly life. You see that? Because I know today that there are bishops that you know that have one and one wife. There are pastors you know, there are pastors that you, that you will know their girlfriends. So you don't say, ah, me, I don't have one side chief, pastor has four. So what's the point now? Mm, there, are some, there are some believers that still live worldly lives. They are carnal. You are not meant to emulate carnal people. You are meant to emulate spiritual. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. First Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 11.1 You are not meant to emulate people who are not, who, who are not following the standard of the world, even though they are believers. You are meant to emulate the world. Because it's in obeying of the world. That your peace dwells. That's what I'm going to tonight. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, first John James 1:25. He being not a forgetful hearer, but the doer of the work, this man shall be blessed. Don't follow Christians who are not living the, 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 the kind of life. Don't follow Christians who are still on their way. Follow God's word. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor stand in the ways of sinners. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. It means blessed is the believer who does not take his counsel, his, his mode of, of dealing with his wife or his children from the unregenerated. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law of the Lord he meditates day and night. Remember I said last time, Psalm 19, from verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul. Is pure, is clean, is lovely. Hallelujah. Why am I starting tonight? I'm building you to see how we can live as godly fathers and become the light of God to the world, to our wives, and a good example unto our children. For the easiest way to preach the gospel is to leave it. The fastest way to bring disrepute to the name of Christ is to profane and disobey God's word. I pray tonight you not be a disobedient father, but a father that obeys to the glory of God. Our time is up tonight. But I will close with this. We are in peculiar times where God is raising his armies. And I want you to be enlisted in that army as a father. 
that your home may be a place where, where God can have his base. Do you know that the US government and the world government always look for countries in the world where they have bases? They have bases in, in, in and, and wherever they have bases, they treat them probably well. God wants to have a base, a landing base where he can launch forth from your home, from your life. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Let the light of your family, let the light of, of your dealing with your wife so shine before men. How do you treat your wife? How do you relate with her? How do you treat your children? How do you live with her? How, how do men perceive you in your environment as touching your wife and your family? I say, what I'm very close tonight. Don't emulate people who say they are Christians but are not living the life. Don't emulate Christians who are drunkards. Don't emulate Christians who are double-tongued. Don't emulate Christians who are who are who who who, who cheat on their wives. And say, and they also Christians. No. Follow those who live as the Lord have them live. For there are some believers that live like unbelievers. Paul says, learn to follow me as I follow Christ. Tonight, I want to hold on here and trouble that these words will, will find a place in your heart. Hmm? See, because when God's word fills your heart, when the devil brings his word, once one is filled, there's no people in the world to speak, the world will do what we fall off. When a cup is full of water, there's no place for extra water to come in there. I want your life to be full of the word, that there will be no place for the devil to operate. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight. Pray for every father, every man, and every will be father in the church at Auburn, everyone listening to me and everyone that will listen to me in the future. Through this audio recording. Let your light shine. Cause our minds to be renewed and our hearts transformed. As we keep beholding these words, I pray, Lord, that we will be changed to the same image like you, from glory to glory. Thank you because our parents, our fathers, understand the responsibility of fatherhood and make their homes like you have been. Make them the priests of their homes and the man of God over their families. I pray there's love. I pray there's joy. I pray there's divine reconciliation tonight. I pray, Lord, that eyes will be opened. Faces will be mended. And your glory shall shine. Thank you, God. For the sound of praise and rejoicing is heard continually in the home of the righteous. Because your meditation 
is our delight all day. Thank you for every man, every woman, every child in the church. We all grow up into you in full maturity. Thank you, Lord, because tonight every need is met, every bill is paid. I declare a supernatural healing power of God flows through us right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God tonight. Tomorrow morning, we are meeting in church. Someone called me to ask me, I, uh, is, is he meeting in my house? I said, no, he's in church. For the month of February, by the grace of God, we're meeting in the church venue. Um, so let's come rejoicing. Let's come trusting God for the word and the power of God flowing in and through us. In Jesus' name. So tomorrow, we're meeting at 9 a.m. in church and prepare for the school of discipleship after service tomorrow. It's going to be a great time in God's prayer. I want to show you. So why are we doing that? So we can grow. Amen. Growing from all sides. Hearing the word of God. Daily and always. By it we grow and become more like God. Thank you tonight and God bless you. See you tomorrow. As God enables you. Get someone to come to church. Invite someone. Bring them to the land of God. Amen. God bless you tonight. See you tomorrow morning. In Jesus name. Amen. Bye for now.